Beyond the Stethoscope, the podcast for veterinarians, healthcare providers, and busy professionals who want actionable, implementable solutions surrounding work-life balance, accomplishing your goals, and living your dreams. I'm your host, Dr. Angela Demery. For today's episode, I want to answer the number one question that I get asked, and that is, how do you do it all? How are you in the army reserves and have a consulting firm and work for a startup and seemingly do it all? Variations of this question have also been, how do you earn an income to pay for your living expenses, repay your debt, and still have the time, energy, and financial resources to pursue your dreams? Or how did you have the freedom to work only two to three days a week, ride your horse in the middle of the day, and travel the country to run for president-elect of your national association? I've also been asked, how did you have the courage to run for Congress, to ask people you don't yet know to support you so that you can make a positive impact in your community? For this month, rather than interview others, I'm going to share my insights, tips, tricks, and best practices around what has worked for me. Some of it may resonate, some of it may not, but the goal is to get you thinking about your goals, your dreams, what's important to you, and how you are going to structure your day to not only accomplish your goals, but also live the life of your dreams. Not when you're 60, 70, or even 80 years old, but right now, starting today. I like to take a look back at my New Year's resolutions or goals to see how I'm doing on my progress this time of year. It's a really great time to check back in and ask, what goals can I still accomplish? Which ones do I still want to accomplish? And do they get me closer to my dreams? So. How do you decide which goals to pursue? Well, through trial and error and learning from others, I've developed a mechanism by which we can very quickly answer this question for ourselves. It's great to have hours or days to really connect with our inner selves to determine what our life's purpose is, but I'm not really sure that this serves us in the day-to-day moments when we have decision fatigue as busy professionals, and the last thing we want to do is make one more decision, to even decide what to eat for dinner, let alone whether or not to say yes to this seemingly amazing opportunity before us that is perfectly in line with our goals, but we just aren't quite sure that we have the bandwidth for one more thing in our already busy lives. This is a quick way to assess all of the current projects as well. It can help you figure out what to quit, where to double down, what needs to be delegated, and what opportunities to say yes to, and when to say no. One of my favorite phrases is that opportunities rarely come at opportune times. But at the same time, opportunities aren't limited. They are abundant. And it is so important to know which to pursue and which to pass on at any given moment. And more importantly, maybe, not to second guess our decisions, but to embrace our decisions because they were the best 
that we could possibly have made at the time. So for the next few weeks, I'm keeping the podcast short and to the point. And I've developed worksheets to go along with this weekly training so you have somewhere to jot down your thoughts and quickly reflect on your answers every day. To sign up to get the bonus material, go to www.pauseconsulting.com forward slash five min decision. So that's www.pawsconsulting.com forward slash the number five M-I-N D-E-C-I-S-I-O-N. And I will, of course, link to this in the show notes as well. Okay, now back to the original question. How on earth do you do it all? The sincere answer is simply that no one does. The better question is how do you decide where to spend your time, what projects to spend your time on, and what opportunities to say yes or no to? So to start, question number one that I ask myself, is this consistent with my value? Question number one, is this consistent with my values? If the answer is no, then you have your answer, pass. In fact, run in the opposite direction. This is not something you should spend your time on and have no regrets, never look back. How many times have we felt that sick feeling in the pit of our stomachs only to ignore our gut and do it anyway? Because it was the social norm or perhaps the societal expectation or you just had a simple fear of missing out. Well, it's happened to me twice in my life and it will never happen again. So now I ask, is this consistent with my values before I do anything else, before I spend another minute thinking or wondering or wishing? If the answer is no, then I politely decline and move on. No explanation needed. If yes, then I go to question number two. Question number two, does this action or opportunity help me achieve my goals or get me closer to living the life of my dreams? I'll say that again. Question number two, does this action or opportunity help me achieve my goals or get me closer to living the life of my dreams? If no, then don't do it. If it's not getting me closer to where I want to be in one, three, five, or 10 years from now, then why am I spending my precious time on it? There are always things we don't want to do and need to do it anyway. So this is a really great question because it takes the want to out of the equation. If my goal is to improve my relationship with my family, then I may have to say yes to spending all day with them rather than what I had been planning to do for weeks when they asked last minute. And I share this example because this isn't just about our professional goals, but also how we interact with each other. How can we have greater levels of happiness and joy throughout our days and more meaningful relationships and even be more grateful for all that we do have by simply being more aligned with our dreams, our goals, and our values? So if you say yes to does this action or opportunity help me achieve my goals or get me closer to living the life of my dreams? 
Then we move on to question three. Question three, will this lead to significant growth? In other words, will I be challenged? Will this help me learn more to serve at a higher level? So question number three again, will this lead to significant growth? Or in other words, will you be challenged? Will this help you learn? Will you learn more to serve at a higher level? So another way to look at this is by asking, is this something that could be delegated? So in other words, is this a task that could easily be done by someone else? Can I easily train somebody else to do this? Or will this stretch me to help me learn and grow? We've all heard the buzz about leadership skill sets and how great leaders are also lifelong learners. So here's an opportunity to keep learning and growing as a person and as a professional. Again, if the answer is no, it will not lead to significant growth and can easily be done by others, then pass or don't do it. But if it's an opportunity that will stretch you a little bit further, then let's go to question number four. Question number four, will I start this in the next six to eight weeks? So question number four, is this a project or opportunity that I will start in the next six to eight weeks? So I am probably the biggest procrastinator I know. And if I don't have room in my calendar and I'm just going to be super stressed and feel like a failure because I just cannot do one more thing, then I don't. I don't do one more thing. Not right now anyway. And if it's got an expiration date, then just pass on the opportunity. However, if it's a totally awesome idea that deserves more time and more effort than you have right this second, then what I do is I get out my yearly planner, go to the page in November where it tells me to order a new one, and I write it down there. That's where I have all of my future big ideas, goals, and dreams. The beginning of my 2020 projects list or New Year's resolutions. I'm also super in love with note cards, bright colored flashcards that are blank on one side and lined on the other. My mom was a teacher. And of course she took us shopping with her every year for supplies for her classroom. And she must've instilled in me somewhere this love of office supplies. So I may also have three by five or four by six note cards that are hole punched and bound together with one inch book rings, similar to what you'd find in a three ring binder. I like this method because note cards are easy to flip through. I can rewrite them as needed. They are only big enough to hold key and important points, and I can throw them away when I'm done. So if your answer to question number four, will I start this in the next six to eight weeks is yes, then we move on to question number five. If it's no and it meets all the other criteria and you just have this feeling that it's just an awesome idea or project or opportunity, schedule it for the future and just let go of it. Forget about it and don't feel guilty about it. Question number five, can I do this new project or say yes to this new opportunity and still deliver my current commitments with excellence? and also perform at my best with regards to this new opportunity. So basically, can I 
do my current projects uphold my current commitments and also this new project with excellence on all of those fronts? This is a really big and important question. If the answer is yes, then do it now. Don't look back. Go, go, go. Just keep going. However, the absolute worst thing we can do is say yes to every opportunity and feel like we are failing at everything only to be stuck in the quagmire of overwhelm and the quicksand of dread, lacking energy, lacking confidence, and lacking momentum at every turn. So do a gut check and a reality check. And if the answer is no, you can't possibly do this and come through on all of your current commitments with excellence, then say no. As hard as this might be in the moment, another opportunity will present itself. I mean, just think for a minute. What if you said yes, stressed yourself out, and then another and better opportunity presented itself three weeks from now when that other project was ending, your other commitments were ending freeing up time and bandwidth, and now you're stuck with this project when you'd rather be doing this next great, awesome, amazing thing. So that's even worse than saying no to not doing something that you just don't have the bandwidth to do right now. Be confident in that decision and have faith that your future opportunities will be even better than what you could have imagined. So to complement this podcast, you can go to pauseconsulting.com forward slash the number five M-I-N decision to download your solution for decision fatigue. And it's your five minute quick reference guide on how to decide what to do so that you can have it all. Have a great day. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Beyond the Stethoscope. I hope you are inspired to take actionable steps towards accomplishing your goals and living your dreams. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or tune in. Send us an email, let us know you left it, and we will enter you into a drawing for some of my favorite books from guests who've been featured on our podcast in the past and some of our guests that are coming up. Details will be in the show notes.